Welcome to the Chick Show. Wait, the what? The Chick Show. Chick. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you said something else. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, I'm Leanne. And I am Grace. Grab your favorite beverage and join our talks. Yay! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Chick Show. I'm Leanne, and I'm here with Grace, and we are here to share about everything about being a mom who owns her own business. And this week, we have kind of touchy topic that we want to address, right? And it is, what do you do if your spouse or significant other is not supportive of your business? So Grace, I feel like, I feel like this is something that even with the most supportive partner in the world, there may be times where you don't feel supported by them. And so- you know, some people start off their businesses and their their spouse is all in gung ho, and then others are completely against it. And so, you know, I just want to start this episode off by saying that we've all dealt with that to some extent, some more than others. But I think it's a very normal, natural thing to happen in any business. So if you have experienced that or you are experiencing that, you're not alone. It doesn't mean that your spouse is a horrible person and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't own your business. (laughs) I think it's just another one of those things on the entrepreneurial roller coaster that we like to talk about so much. So so you've started two businesses over your, you had a sales business in your real estate. So what was it like? with those situations? Was it the same with both or different each time? It's, I feel like this is a, um, a great subject because like you said, I think for every journey, there's been some point on the road where you're um, faced with with some of, you know, having a challenge. And, and it's so funny because it always comes from either your family or your closest friends. I feel like when you, when you start your own business or, or, you know, yeah, or or trying to become an entrepreneur, I feel like always the last people to support you are like the closest to you. And um, I feel like also because it's almost like they're waiting to see how serious you are. Yes. It's like you have to prove yourself to them. Um, But it is what it is. But anyway, so I've been doing real estate full time for five years. And Eric has definitely been super, super supportive. I learned so many things from him, just from him being like, you know, a business person, right? Like certain ways how to talk and say things, you know, things that I I didn't have to, that I didn't deal with before. So I went to him a lot for um, not support, but like, what's the word I'm trying to say? Advice. Yeah. For advice. I always would say, you know, what do you think about this? Like, how would you handle this? So it that's been really, really good. Um, and, and he's been super supportive. But before I started real estate, um, when I was home after, and, and you, got, you guys can go back to, I don't know the episode number, but there's an episode where I talk about how did I get into real estate? And if you want to get into real estate, what should you do, et cetera. So that's a really good episode if you want to go back into it. But anyways, when I was home with the kids, I needed something to do. So I got into network marketing and it was basically with Beachbody, right? I did it because 
obviously I had just given birth to Steven and I wanted to lose weight. So I ordered the program and, you know, they always tell you, well, you could sell it. And basically it was me doing a lot of filming of myself, working out, cooking. And, but at that time I loved all that stuff. You know, I was home with the kids. So I was just you know, embracing doing meals and putting them on video. And like, like, it was like a part of my life that I really, really enjoyed. And um, obviously, I was like in the best shape ever. But there was definitely haters that are like, Oh, what? Why are you putting yourself out there? Why are you recording? You know, and, and I think obviously, I wasn't making 1000s of dollars, but I also wasn't doing it you know, 100% for the income. It was basically because it really made me, it fulfilled me as a person. Then obviously we always talk about the personal development. So I don't think if it was for that opportunity, I would be where I am today. I think everything happens for a reason. But he was definitely like, maybe because he didn't like that I was, you know, me working out and like a cute outfit or whatever, you know, at the end of the day, there's guys that also could be following me or whatever. So I don't know that he loved that part of it. Um, but basically he respected that it was important for me. Um, so if your husband, your spouse or whatever, they don't like it, just do it anyways. (laughs) That's a stubborn in me, but no, I think, you know, you have to let your other, your significant other also know like you know what this opportunity means for you and so just like they have their job or whatever it is you know sometimes you need certain needs to be fulfilled and and so if if starting your own business network marketing part time or whatever it is if it's something you're really passionate about it you just have to like have a meeting set expectations kind of like get everyone on board and, you know, just be consistent so that, you know, then they're like, oh, she's serious. But yeah, at the beginning, he didn't love it, um, but he still let me do it. I went to many retreats. You know, I I remember I earned a trip to um, Mexico and I had worked so hard and he's like, I don't want to go or whatever, or like, I don't know, like he wasn't thrilled about the idea of going to Mexico. So I just ended up inviting my best friend. And, you know, the the whole stay was paid for. So all I did was buy her the ticket. And I'm so happy that he didn't go because if he went, (laughs) he probably would have gotten sick. Something would have happened. I just would have never heard the end of it. So (laughs) it just worked out, you know, like, you don't want to force people to do things, but you also want them to respect that there are things that you still want to do. And if they don't want to be a part of it, it's okay. But, you know, you're still going to go ahead and, and do them. And so I did. And it was a great time. Um, you know, then it was hard transitioning to being a realtor because then I stopped working out. And so it's, you know, I've been five years later, I'm finally like back on the health track again. <laughs> It was just such a part that made me really, really happy um, as a person that I, you know, that we always talk about a healthy CEO, like you have to work on yourself, you have to exercise, you have to eat good, like you have to do all these things for you. And so 
I'm trying to, you know, I'm not trying to sell Beachbody again, but I do, I'm trying to do all the activities and the workouts and the reading and everything that makes me, you know, a better person every day. When I started my business, Ryan and I weren't married, so that made it a lot easier. I mean, we were, <laughs> we were living together You're and like, I, we could always break up, you know? <laughs> Well, I remember I came home and I said, hey, I started a Mary Kay business. And he said, okay. And that was the end of that. Um, But it was a different situation because we, you know, we didn't have children. We were splitting the bills down the middle. And I just think that he didn't really know what it was and he just didn't really pay attention. But when I quit my accounting job to pursue Mary Kay full time, I think that's when it became more of a discussion in our household, because then it was like, wait a minute, are you going to be able to pay your bills? And that's when I realized that I think looking back on it now, I would have maybe done it a little bit differently because I realized that my husband is a safety and security person. He likes to have a traditional job where you know how much money you're getting paid on which days with the budget and the spreadsheet and all the things. And his brain could not comprehend a commission-based business. Mm -hmm. And so when he would say to me, like, are you going to be able to pay, you know, our rent or the water bill or whatever you were doing, I would take that as he doesn't believe in me and all he cares right. about is the money and is he doesn't he see my personal development and what and all these things. Mm-hmm. But and so we butted heads a little bit about that, but I still always showed up with my part of the bills. So I think that's what got him over the hump, you know, with that is like when it was time to pay the bills, the money was always there. Um but I think that you need to recognize what type of personality that your partner has. And so most most men, if you don't have a husband that also owns his own business, that understands what goes into owning a business, you have to understand what, what makes them feel comfortable with it. And so number one, if you are coming home and you are telling them that I have this business, but you're not treating it like a business. You're not consistently showing up every day, doing the work, busting your butt, putting in everything that it takes. And they're ex- you're expecting them to treat your business like a business, but you're not treating your business like a business. That's where a lot of disconnect happens. So, right. you know, Grace, you play tennis. When you leave the house to play tennis, Eric doesn't expect that you're coming home with a paycheck. Like you're not Serena <laughs> Williams. You're going with your friends it's your hobby. It's going to cost you money to go play tennis. And I think being in direct sales, I see it a lot where people are really doing their business as a hobby, but expecting to bring home a paycheck as if it's a real job. And so when there's a disconnect in our own minds, there's for sure going to be a disconnect in your family's mind. So I love what you said when it's, you know, Ryan and I had to sit down and I had to say, this is important to me, but here's why, and here's what I'm doing. And here's what I need from you. And here's what you can count on me for. And when we had that discussion, then that also meant that I had to show up every day and make stuff happen because my family was depending on me to bring in X amount of dollars every month. So 
if you're getting that pushback from your spouse, they think you have to stop, stop yourself from picking the fight (laughs) of, you know, it's really important to you and it's your baby and you're excited and you know, all these things and you see the big picture and you have this big dream in your heart, but you're coming home and you're dumping all of that on your family and they don't see any results yet. You have to be willing to put your money where your mouth is. And if you're asking them to give your business respect, then you need to make sure that you're also giving your business respect. But another big turning point in my business where maybe I didn't feel so supported was when I had Max. So we went from being just a couple where we only had to worry about ourselves to now we have this baby. And that's what I did my business for was so that those, the day when the day came that I had those kids that I could be home and, you know, do all the things that are happening now. But there was a real big adjustment as any mom knows when you bring home your first baby from the hospital and you're tired and you're hormonal and that you're not sleeping and the baby needs you. And so you go through this adjustment phase as an entrepreneur of what does my business look like now that I have another human being dependent on me when I can't just work when I want to or pick up and leave the house when I want to. And now we have childcare and like all these other things that in and of themselves are stressful, but you're still trying to run a business. And so Ryan and I, after not navigating that, maybe the best that we could several months into Max being here, we had to sit down and have a conversation again. Like, what does this look like? And I remember saying, saying to Ryan, like, Hey, if I was still an accountant, we would have to get some help here. Like I wouldn't just be able to go back to work and take the baby with me. And as much as my business is flexible and my job's flexible, like there's a lot I can do, but there's still some times where I need childcare. And once we had that discussion, it's like, we had to look at my business as a business again, then we got back on the same page. And so all of that to say is that in my almost 20 years of doing this myself, but also mentoring thousands of women who have also done the same thing. You've got to treat your business like a business. You've got to have very real, clear boundaries and expectations around what your business is going to provide, the hours that you're going to work, what that's going to look like for your family. But also know that that it's not a one-size-fits-all and what works for your family today may not work next year, five years, 10 years from now. And through through every different stage of our kids too, we've kind of had to have some of those regrouping kinds of conversations. So you treat your business like a business. After a while, when they see that you're that it's a real business, they'll give it the respect that it deserves. But also at the end of the day, like what's something that you can do right now, right this very second to get your spouse on board they just want to see money coming in. I'm sorry, but they do. Yeah. A lot of times your husband or your boyfriend will purely measure it by how much money are you making. And so if money's coming in, it's a lot easier to justify your business if you're feeling like you have to, because there's that real tangible paycheck that you have that you're contributing. So you know, there's there's always going to be situations that fall outside of the the bell curve of what's normal, right? But in in most situations, it's like show me the money, and it comes from that innate male God given thing 
to want to protect their family and make sure that their family is safe and secure. And right. in simplistic terms, that's a paycheck. So open, honest conversations, knowing that you're not alone, your husband's not a jerk and it, you know, it doesn't mean you quit your business, whatever, but it, it takes a lot of communication as an entrepreneur, especially as a mom that wears a lot of hats. I think for sure that's really important, but it's hard. I also, I also think that, um, at the beginning, sometimes they're worried that it's, it's having you start your own business going to impact the family. Is it going to change the, the dynamic. dynamic. Are you still yeah. going to be able to cook and, you know, take the kids and, and all this stuff. So it's a process, right? And we've talked, we've had these conversations before how, you know, once things get busier or you're doing better than you start having help, right? You're delegating things. So, you know, it's different for us than when we first started, but I think, Number one, bringing the money. Number two, how is it you doing this going to impact? And is it going to take away from the time with me, with the kids, as a family, et cetera, et cetera? I, I think they, those are probably the two biggest things, which why a husband might not be so, so supportive at the beginning of when you're starting this journey. So, yeah. But like over communicate. You just over communicate. Yeah. You can you, nobody's ever gonna say you communicate too much. Just no. As but again, soon as you, know. you feel that as soon as you feel that friction or that stress at all, like sit down, figure it out and hash it out. And it might mean mean lead to some arguments or fights or whatever, but the the quicker that you face it and deal with it, the quicker that it is that everybody's on the same and page. I, and I think it's really important what you said. You have to really make it like a true business because then you're not going to be taken seriously. And so I think for me, when I was in my network marketing journey, I also, I wasn't saying I wasn't taking it seriously, but my reasons for being in it were probably different. I knew I wasn't trying to, you know, grow a, a huge team and, and be a top coach. And, you know, like those weren't my goals. So was I making a little bit of money that it was paying for, you know, my shakes and whatever? And maybe, yeah, maybe I would make a little extra. But was I like making the money that I'm making today? No. But also... It was something at the time that was important for me that brought me happiness, maybe a little bit of money, not a lot. But again, if I didn't do that, I don't think I would be where I am today. Not only did I learn so much about social media and marketing, but I, I grew a huge network. So when I started full-time real estate, I had a huge social media presence not only on social media, but like also in, in town. So everyone knew me. So, you know, it's it's different for everyone, but I definitely think men would say, okay, well, you know, it's the time that you're gonna put in, are we gonna see, are we gonna see it? And and yeah. how is it gonna impact me and everybody else? And if it makes sense, they'll support you. But again, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, whether they're supportive or not, they'll become so supportive eventually. They'll get on board eventually. So just do it. 
<laughs> Look, I read something today. This is really cute. Um, before we wrap it up, and I think it's it might resonate in today's um, you know, in today. I'm looking for it. It says when it feels scary to jump, that is exactly when you jump. Otherwise, you end up staying in the same place your whole life. I love that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely scary starting your own business. Very sure. scary. So but rewarding though. It's the best thing I ever did. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for tuning into the Chick Show. We hope that today that we just gave you a little bit of hope that maybe what you're going through or things you've experienced in your business are very normal. And um, most entrepreneurs go through the exact same things that you are. So we are so happy that you're here and we will see you back here next week on The Chick Show. Yay. Bye, everybody.